You're listening to Rhema for Today. I think the first thing that we need to understand that the Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit has come as a direct promise from Jesus himself that when I go, I will ask the Father and he will send you another comforter. That's why the Holy Spirit came in the first place. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth Hagin continues his teaching, The Person of the Holy Spirit, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Pastor Hagin for today's message. Now, the Holy Spirit has come because Christ has gone away. Let me understand that. That's what he said here. See, he was here physically. He died and went away, and he said, when I go, that's what he's talking to him about, I will send the Holy Spirit. Now, here's something that we need to understand. That there is a triune Godhead. Because if Jesus and the Holy Spirit are the same one, how can he go away and then ask the Father to send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, back down here? If they're one. Hello? See, right here he said, I will... I will pray the Father that he will give you another comforter. He is going, if, if, if they're all in one, then he's going to pray to himself. He's going to pray to himself that another, that somebody else will come and, take, and be with the people down here. Well, isn't that what it says? Doesn't that indicate three distinct personalities? Now, where people have a problem is, is the fact that you have three distinct personalities and they have attributes each separate to their each personality, but yet they, they are all inclusive as the Godhead. Sort of like an equilateral triangle. You got three distinct angles, but when you talk of that, you talk of one angle. Am I correct? But there's three distinct angles that make up the equilateral triangle, but you talk of it as one angle. That's the only way I've ever been able to understand the, tri the triune Godhead. I know there's three of them. I know they have different attributes. The Bible talks about it. And right here, see... In Matthew 3, 16, at the baptism of Jesus. When Jesus baptized in Jordan, John saw the Holy Spirit descending in the form of a dove. He was, he physically had his hands on Jesus. And there's this voice coming out of heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Now, if they're all one, then somehow 
Jesus had to be a ventriloquist and project his voice up here in the air while he's down here going under the water, being baptized. Huh? Here are three members of the Trinity seen simultaneously in different distinct acts. Is that not so? One was being baptized, one was descending in the form of a dove, and the other one was talking. That's three distinct things taking place simultaneously. All right? Now, and then as I just talked about John 14 there, I will pray the Father, he will give you another point. Three people are mentioned here. You cannot deny that fact. So, I think the first thing that we need to understand that the Holy Spirit has come. The Holy Spirit has come as a direct promise from Jesus himself that when I go, I will ask the Father and he will send you another comforter. That's why the Holy Spirit came in the first place. Did you understand that? He came because Christ, when he ascended unto heaven, he said that he was going to ask the Father to send the other comfort. That's why he came. All right? Now, turn, turn to Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Now you do understand that the writer of the Acts of the Apostles is the very same person that wrote Luke's gospel. How many of you understand that? If you don't, then just go back to the first chapter of Luke and begin to read, and begin to read here in the first chapter of the first verse of Acts, and you will find out that the book is written to the same person, Theophilus. And here in Acts, it says the former treaties or the former letter that I have made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus begun to do and to teach and to the day in which he was taken up. After that, he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. And now he goes on, and actually if you would take the end of the book of Luke, you can tie it right in. It is a continuation of the narration that Luke was doing. He tells you here that he wrote about Jesus and all the things that he did and so forth and so on. And now he continues to tell about, and he says there that Jesus left and went away but the Holy Ghost came, and then he picks up the story right there with Jesus leaving because the story begin, ends with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and now he picks it up and carries the story on. And it says, 
And being assembled together, verse 4, with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For truly John baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. The Amplified says it, and while being in their company and eating at a table with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, of which he said, you have heard me speak. Now he told them, he already had told them, that it's expedient that I go away. If I go away, I'm going to pray the Father, he sends you another comforter. And in another spot there, he tells them that that comforter is the Holy Ghost. And now he is telling them not to leave Jerusalem until they be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Actually, the word should be Holy Spirit there probably. We'll talk about that in a minute for us to understand it properly. Now, as we look at this, let us understand that the Holy Spirit has a personality. Now, the personality of the Holy Spirit just makes uh, additional proofs that he is a part of the member of the Trinity. Because we know that Jesus has attributes and personality. We know that God has attributes and personality. And now we see that the Holy Spirit has attributes and personality. You see here, in, in some of the attributes of his personality are manifest like this. Let's say Romans eight twenty seven. He searches, he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit. But all these things work that one and the self-same Spirit dividing to every man as he will, 1 Corinthians 12, 11. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, Ephesians 4, 30. But they rebelled and vexed the Holy Spirit in Isaiah 63, 10. Thus we see that he has mind, will, and emotion. Look at it there. Now let's look at the personal activities that's ascribed to him. It says that he strives with sinners. It says that he teaches, John 14. He testifies of Christ in John 15, 26. He reproves in John 16, 8. He guides John 16, 13 in Romans 8, 14. He comforts Acts 9, 31. He helps our infirmities in Romans 8, 26. He intercedes for the saints in uh, Romans 8, 26. He searches the deep things of God in 1 Corinthians 2, 10. He sanctifies in Romans 15, 16. He witnesses in Romans 8, 16. He commands in Acts 16, 6 and 7. So... If you begin to look at this, you can see that he has these different personal attributes. He's susceptible to personal treatment. He can be lied to in Acts 5.3. 
He can be resisted in Acts 7, 51. He can be blasphemed, Matthew 12, 31 and 32. He can be grieved, Ephesians 4, 30. He can be quenched, 1 Thessalonians 5, 19. See, these are dealing with, and if you will notice, they are dealing with personal activities that are ascribed to the Holy Spirit or relegated to the Holy Spirit as part of His character. Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's three CD set, A Fresh Anointing. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's book entitled Overflow, Living Above Life's Limits. All these items at the special price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are enrolling at Rainbow Bible Training College for spring 2024. Yeah, and so it starts can, in January. That's right. So you can go to rbtc.org slash apply. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth Hagen with his teaching, The Person of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.